from Cape Town. This is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and good evening from myself Yazid Kamaldin presenter of the weekly show Burning Issue. So yeah, look, it's that time again, you know, every week we talk about something that's really super super important in our community. And this evening we are going to be talking about child deaths. I know it sounds heavy, but it's very important. So what we have seen is so although 31 children have suffered violent deaths in the Western Cape since last year, you know, locals have called on a commission of inquiry into these deaths. And uh, the Premier, of course, Premier Helen Zilla said there is no need for such an inquiry. So instead of waiting on government to do this and to find out what's been going on, a People's Commission of Inquiry has been set up. And this evening we welcome some guests on air now who will tell us all about this, what is happening, where it's happening, why it's happening, and why it's important to you and how you can get involved. Let's welcome our guests. We have Valdi van Rieden Leroux. She's the Executive Director at the Trauma Centre. Valdi, good evening. Welcome to Voice of the Cape. Good evening, Azit, and it's good to, to have contact with you again. Yeah, the and last good time. To the, <laughs> the last time we saw each other, I think, was in Johannesburg at the Gender Based Violence Conference. Yeah, 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 that's right. Okay, and we also welcome Avril Andrews on the show now. She's the founder of Mom Move for Justice and one of the parents that will testify at this People Commission of Inquiry. Avril, good evening. Welcome to the show. Good evening, Andrew. Thanks for having me. Great. Valdi, I think let's start with you. Can you tell us what is the People's Commission of Inquiry? The People's Commission of Inquiry, and there's only that has been done in South Africa. It's quite popular overseas. Um, but the People's Commission of Inquiry is an opportunity for uh, communities to come together and most likely civil society to come together and um, investigate a particular topic of concern. There's a difference between a People's Commission of Inquiry and a judicial commission of inquiry. A a judicial commission of inquiry is regulated by legislation. So our commission of inquiry act dates back to the 60s. Um, A people's commission of inquiry is not linked to any um, legislation. It's an advocacy strategy aimed at finding solutions to a particular problems and getting to the bottom of whatever grievances people have. Okay, that's, that's awesome. So where is it happening? The People's Commission of Inquiry started in July, the, uh, July the 18th, um, when we held our Nelson Mandela Youth Dialogue. And for the, the, the next two to three months, we only heard the um, views of children. So we wanted to give children first preference to um, present their views on child safety um, and the child murders um, before we went to the adults. 
So we believe that we need to be child sensitive and child friendly. And so we took that time um, to work with about 80 youths who then moved out into communities to collect uh, mandates from other children. We got to a children's charter on the rights to safety. Okay. We we managed to, to collect close on to 400 postcards, which will now be developed into, into that uh, charter for children. Now we are moving towards the, um, the formal uh, commission of inquiry, which will then have adults um, as part of it. So we are hosting the um, commission tomorrow, the 14th and 15th of November. And the first day, we will hear the testimonies of 10 parents, um, both mom and dad, who lost children due to child murders and due to violence. We're also going to be focusing on um, missing children. And then we're also focusing within that first commission, we also focusing on uh, children that have been harmed or disabled as a consequence of violence. And then we will hear from uh, seven ward councillors, and we've opted for ward councillors who come from communities where there is a high level of crime and violence. So we understand that there would be, because it's not a judicial inquiry, there would be no need for government. It's, it's essentially saying that this is a people's movement. There's no accountability from government. Is, is, that, is that my correct understanding? You yes, know, it's, it's, not like, it's, not, it's not like a document will be produced and government will have to sign it and adhere to implementing anything. I just want to understand that part. Yeah, no, no. Um, you, you write in saying that the report will bring out what once we've listened to all the testimonies and we're going to be listening to almost 40 organizations, community leaders um, who will be giving their testimony on the issue of child protection and child safety. Yeah. Now from that, we will also get uh, written submissions and together we will pull all that information into a um, report, yeah. into a report that will have findings and it will have recommendations. With People's Commission of Inquiry, we are partnering with the South African Human Rights Commission uh, in the Western Cape. And so one of the commissioners will be um, Commissioner Chris Nissen. And then we have um, one of the former TRC uh, commissioners, Glenda We will have Lorna Houston, and we'll have Dr. Llewellyn McMaster. Those are the four um, people's commissioners that we have chosen. And people will come forward. Everybody's got a slot of about 15 minutes. They will come forward to speak about the, the context um, that, that brings about child um, adversity, and then they will focus on the solutions. So we know what happens in our communities, 
But what we are saying is we can't continue to do what we are doing. Valdi, Valdi, just Valdi. Valdi, Valdi. And how do we resolve? Valdi, please give me a second. I need to just check something with both of you. Does somebody have the radio on? There's really bad feedback coming through on our side. No, I don't have any radio on. Avril, do you have your radio on? No. Well, there's really bad feedback coming into my ears and it's reflecting onto the radio station as well. Anyway, we'll have our technician look at that. Valdi, let's quickly take, let's quickly take an ad break and when we come back, hopefully the sound will be better. from Cape Town. This is the Voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM. So this evening we are looking at something which is very important. Of course, it is a People's Commission of Inquiry into the death of children in our province. While the Premier, Helen Ziller, has said there is no need for such a commission, locals have taken it upon themselves. Activists, lobby groups, organizations are coming together for the People's Commission of Inquiry. It's starting tomorrow. Valdi, where is it happening? It's going to be happening at the Navalis Ubuntu uh, Institute, and that is situated in um, number 39, Rosmead Avenue in Weinberg. Okay, and is it open to the public? How does it work? Well, the public can come, um, and there's limited seating, but um, we don't want to send anyone away. So public are free to come and, and, and listen. Um, we will have a time where we open the floor for discussion uh, because we've now invited key people from various communities to take up a 15-minute slot. But there will be time for you know, off-the-cuff um, oral testimonies as well. And what time is it starting? It starts at 10 o'clock. Yeah. And then it runs to about half past 3, 4 o'clock. The is there like any information on the internet anywhere that I could read that I, we could find out more about? Um, we place it onto on our um, Facebook. We've also placed it on our um, website, but um, we haven't uh, uh, gone further than than that. What is the Facebook page, please? Because I really want to um, go in there now. Yeah. So it's. Um, it's Trauma Center. You can just Google Trauma oh, okay. Center and it will come up. Trauma Center yeah. on, on Facebook and also on the website. Yeah. Yeah. So, Valdi, I want to ask you again, just to reiterate the importance of the People's Commission of Inquiry and what you foresee as an outcome. By the way, how many days will this be going on for? It will go for two days. And if we don't have sufficient data, if we haven't had enough, uh, testimony, we will reconvene in January. Um, mm-hmm. So so that is one of the, the aspects that we would will be, will be looking at. I mean, this um, is something that affects so many people in this province. So many people have lost their children. You know, I mean, last year we did something at the Castle of Good Hope and one of the 
uh, stories that featured was that of Courtney Peters, for example. Yeah. And there are so many examples of that. I mean, I think you could go on for a whole month and still not have all the testimonies in the Western Cape of people who have lost children. Exactly. Exactly. But you see, as it, we are not focusing, we, our, our main focus is on what are the solutions. And we believe that at grassroots level, in our community, our people know what the solutions are, but nobody's listening. And this commission must give them that opportunity to be heard. So we are saying, why is it that we, when we deal with domestic violence, for example, intimate partner violence, the woman and the children need to go into a shelter. She stays there for three months, then she needs to leave that shelter. So where does she go to? She goes back home. There's a honeymoon period for two weeks. And then the abuse happens again. So you're not talking about women, right? I mean, I know that the People's Commission is focusing on children. Is that correct? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So then people simply move to another shelter. But the problem is that who is working with the abuser to change behavior? Nobody. So it will continue to happen. And we are saying this country spends 267 billion on child protection. Can we really afford to spend so much on child protection? Should we not be looking at solutions to prevent a child adversity? So the commission is very much focusing on how do we resolve? And we are telling all those testifiers who are coming before the four commissioners, please focus two or three minutes on what you see the problem is, but then pay most of your attention to the solutions that we are seeking. And we are saying we need to be looking at housing. When we look at Courtney Peters' um, living conditions, that was questionable. The same with Renee, and we can tie it to so many other other child murders that we've seen. So housing is key. Yeah, I just want to I just want to quickly I just want to quickly elaborate on that housing condition because I was there reporting and taking photos on that. Just for the benefit of our listeners. So the housing situation was that the person who killed raped and killed Courtney Peters, the three year old girl, he was a friend of the father the child's father and he lived in the house and the house of course was very cramped. So he had easy access to the child. Yeah. And, and he won over their trust over a period of two years. And he had um, his TV, his ESTV, in his room. And so the children would go into his room to watch their cartoons. And that is how the grooming had happened. Um, I sat in court with a judgment. And um, the judge was saying that um, this was a premeditated murder because he had bought the poison eight months ahead of time. And he clearly indicated that this was an act of revenge. So this was a man who lived for the family. Uh, The family depended on him because only Junita was working. And um, 
he took advantage of that situation. Yeah. That okay. little girl went into his room thinking that she's going to watch cartoons. Mm-hmm. If we if we look now at your other solutions, so you are saying one solution would be better improved housing. Uh, by the way, yeah. I am I am on your Facebook page. I've just seen the information now that was posted on November eleventh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So so yes, we find housing is definitely an. We are saying safety and security, and when we talk about the South African police services. We are saying we need to remember that is a, a service that reacts to a violent act. We want to come to the point where we prevent the violent act from actually happening. So what is it that we must put into place? We've heard from the child gangsters and we review, review them as child soldiers. We've heard their reasons for joining gangs. But these children are your assassins. So so how do we deal with children who tell you I'm joining the gang because they can offer me food because there's no food at home. I can get the electricity. I can get my clothes. I can get everything from that gang. So if I'm not getting it from my parents and I'm not getting it from the community and from government, then why not take that? Mm-hmm. So, okay. so, so it's also, you know, we, we always focus on the busy, visible violence, on the physical violence, mm. but we don't look at the structural violence, the poverty, the housing conditions. Uh, we don't look at that. Yeah, so I just want to also acknowledge the WhatsApp messages that we are receiving. Um, listeners, do note that we can't take calls right now because we have two guests on the phone. We'll welcome onto the show, of course, um, Avril to speak to us as well. She's been patiently waiting. Um, the WhatsApp line, of course, <laughs> is still going. The number is 0722380712. And an irate citizen, number two. 545 is begging the government to bring back the death penalty as a solution. Um, that's one solution, says this listener. The listener also says, or let them work, build roads under supervision, clean rivers, cut trees, let them work hard, no free meals. Let them work for a while and graduate. Okay, I didn't, anyway, not getting that. It says something about graduating with diplomas. And then also the listener suggests kangaroo courts, like in the townships, to resolve all solutions. Now, of course, this is an opinion. And I just want to say that the views expressed in this program are not the views of the Voice of the Cape. It's management or staff. We do welcome input from all our listeners, of course. Avril, you are going to be testifying. First, before you tell us about what your um, participation will be like tomorrow, Tell us, what is Mom Move for Justice? Is that the correct name of the organization? Yeah, um, it's Mom's Move for Justice. Mom's Move. I thought there was something missing. So it's Mom's Move for Justice. For justice, yeah. What is this? Okay, I think... Um yeah, let me just explain to you. I think um, um, my eyes opened after um, um, it was a personal issue. We, my son has been gunned down. And, um, yeah. Sorry, we're picking that, up some voices in the background that's very loud. Are you in a place which is maybe a bit too loud? 
um, in the, I moved to the other room now. <laughs> so it's quiet. This is an overpoke as we can. Oh, I'm okay. on the road. Oh, okay. So okay. I moved to the other room now. So it's going to be better, yeah? Okay. Um, yeah, so, so I think with what happened is after that happened and the experience that I've experienced with my family and living in an overpoke, I realized how privileged I was, you know, and... Um, to have access to counseling and um, to fix myself first, to be here for my family. And I realized um, the, the, the blessing in that. And I started seeing what is happening around me. It's a lot of you know, um, didn't really know what's happening around me. So, so um, we started the support group and we started with mothers that lost loved ones and okay. hello did we lose someone hello hi is is this is this avril Yes. Okay, Avril, great. So, Avril, um, please do continue. I think uh, I, I think Valdi must have hung up, but we, we won't. We'll call Valdi later. It's fine. We'll call Valdi back okay. later. Yeah. Okay. Let's listen to your story. Yeah. So, so we started with a support group, and um, I realized how broken mothers are, and I also um, identified how important it is for the mother to heal and to to to, to get that support so that she can be there for the family. Also, at the um, a personal experience, I I I. I I realized what a sick it is had on, on my family, on my son that was left behind, on my husband that was left behind. So I had to seek for help for myself first to be like the counselor because they refused even to go into counseling. They were so angry. And uh, um, after that, we started a support group supporting families that has gone through the same experience. So that is where the Moms Move for Justice started. Okay. And so what does it do now? Okay, what we do now is we do give court support for um, if a mother comes and she she would feel she's intimidated by the the people like the accused family, then we will go with her to support her at court. We do healing dialogues um, with her, and of course, if there is a family member, um, and we also do referrals. You know, we don't do all the work, but we do give the support. We do give um, the, the healing um, dialogues, and we journey with the family if the family is ready to do that. Okay, and let's come now to the People's Commission of Inquiry. Why do you think this is important? Yes, I think this is important because it seemed like nobody wanted to listen to us. I remember at in Diesel um, when somebody, um, one of the brigadiers said, yeah, but the people were laughing at you. And we came in there and we had sweaters, moms for justice, and we seek justice for our children. And she told me that. And I said, you know what? We will continue until we're going to be heard. So I think with the People's Commission of Inquiry, um, for us it, it, it's a huge step. It uh, will be a platform um, to facilitate the process for families and also with, with um, the different departments. What we find
combined with the departments, uh, one department laying the other department. Like at the beginning also, the mom thought it was just SAP's problem. But it's not just a SAP's problem. We think it's, uh, not we think we know, I mean, it's, um, it's a social development, it's child, the, 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 the um, Human Rights Commission and the Department of Community Safety, if all of them can work together, you know, if the, uh, like the People's Commission of Inquiry can facilitate that process for us to see that departments work together and don't just blame one another, you know? Yeah. You, for mm-hmm. the, okay? so, you know, something that you said really kind of struck me now. You said nobody listens. Can you tell me what do you mean? Tell me more about that. What do you mean? Okay, we started. Uh, we started when we started. We that was two, two and a half years ago, almost years ago. We marched the parliament with a memorandum, you know, um, setting our grievances. Um, Papi struggle mothers that don't get justice. Mothers that never got a visit from a detective. Mothers that um, will go to the police station and they get treated as if they are the murderer. Wow. And you know, they are it. If somebody had to tell me that four years ago, I would, I would say it's a lie. Mm. But you know, because I've personally experienced it, I'm telling you, this is what, what mothers is going through. And I'm, I'm grateful for this opportunity for mothers to testify um, and this is mothers that mothers that we have journeyed with us three years, supporting them, knocking on doors. Um, there was a time that I know the first year we sat, we, we requested that all the detectives should sit with the mothers. They were broken how they get treated from investigating officers. Mm-hmm. We thought, okay, that's a huge breakthrough for us, but after now, to have now be resolved. You know, we just had to go. What I also realized with the station that we, uh, the community that I live in, there is not, that is enough manakrahi. Now the other day, a cop came here and he said, you know what, auntie, I won't lie to you. The, the amount of cops that's on duty is not enough. Mm-hmm. So, and, and for, for, for the, the crime right in our area. So it's something that really needs to be seen to. Yeah. Look, um, let me just check the time. We might need to go for a break. Let's go for a quick break. And when we come back, I'd like to ask you a bit more about your hopes and what you would like to achieve at the commission. Thank you for your contributions. Your WhatsApp messages are coming through to the show. Burning issue with myself, Yazid Kamaldin. Listener 0115 says that they just read on the SABC that a woman has been sentenced to 20 years for beating a three-year-old child to death for soiling himself. What possesses people? Listener Khadija says these murderers must get the death sentence beat them every morning wow okay thanks for sharing your opinions of course just reiterating the views expressed in this program are not the views of the voice of the cape management or staff 
So we still have online Avril Andrews and she is going to be testifying at what is known as the People's Commission of Inquiry. It's starting tomorrow. It's open to the public. It runs at 39 Rosmead Avenue in Weinberg at the Novalis Center. And of course, you can find out more about this by looking on the Facebook page of the Trauma Center, which is essentially organizing this event along with other role players. Avril, what do you hope to achieve from this commission? What do you hope to achieve from testifying and sharing your story? Yes, I think, as I said earlier, the People's Commission of Inquiry will be a platform or, um, um, to facilitate um, a family to be. Um, the department, the different departments work with the community. And, um, you know, for, for with business that our communities and families can get healing and closure. Um, so that is part of what I'd like to achieve and like to see, you know, um, departments not blaming each other, also working directly with the families, respecting them, departments respecting them for their loss. Also, um, at, I mean, at, at police stations, there is no counseling for families that that have loved, lost loved ones. They get treated as if they are the murderers. Can you detail your experience for us? So what happened when you went to a police station? Well, my, 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 you want to know my experience? Yeah, I mean, so you literally walk into a police station and you, and something happened and now you need help. So tell us, how was that experience for you? Man, some questions is like, how sure are you that that's what you, that that's what you saw, man? You know, when the investigating officer walked into my house, when I asked him, um, so, so we, we, um, when are you going to identify the body? The way he answered it, I knew there was a problem. He said, Mevrouw, ek het baie ander week om te doen. Ek kan nie vir jou sê wanneer ek daai kan doen nie. En ek is hier in seker of ek die body kan identify. Okay, wow, wow, wow. Let me just understand something. What, just take us back. What was, what body and what, yeah, just what happened again? Just remind us. Like with my son. Mm-hmm. When I asked him, when is he going to the morgue? A window. When will he be able to go to the morgue? So your the son was killed, right? Sorry? So, 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 okay, you need to maybe just backtrack for, for the benefit of, of our listeners as well. Okay. You lost the child. Yeah. Okay, give a, tell us what happened. When did it happen? That happened in 2015. Okay. And then, so obviously now you must go and report this to the police. What actually happened? Was it a murder? That's what I'm trying to get at. Okay, it was a murder. So um, we were told we must wait for the investigating officer. When the investigating officer spoke to us really abruptly, mm-hmm. and that was a huge concern, I showed the sign to my family. Um, it's okay, like, you know, they mustn't, and because they were like looking at me. Um, how is this guy talking to us? And I realized that, you know, um, is there something wrong? Do you, are you missing something? This is this, you know? My son has been murdered. So I went on and I realized that, you know, not just with, it's not just happening with me. It's happening to all other mothers as well. The way they get treated. 
Okay. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. We just allow And then what mm-hmm. I did, what I did at that point, I asked somebody to get the amount of murders for the year. And that was between 2015 and 2016 for a Nova Court. And I got, I forgot the stats. It was 140 young men that was killed. In which year was that? That, uh, that is, um, my son was killed 2015. Mm-hmm. So that is, the stats that I got, it was 2014 to 
I'm hoping that it's going to be taken from here. It's going to be taken to government and the message, uh, you know. And and obviously, we're going to come up with solutions. These the solutions lie within us. We know what is happening here, you know. So, um, I mean, just one example. Even with the firearms, um, the, the amount of firearms, illegal firearms in our in our communities. Um, it won't be by it with a problem. But but this is happening. Young people of ten years of age and twelve years of age have access to to firearms. And then also a, a, a big concern is our dropout, our boys that's dropping out on school. The 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 um they're rolling around and they get they get caught into gangsters and caught child shoulders. I love to train and to skip. So, so that I mean, and I'm sure that is a social development problem. There's not if you speak about it. If you, I mean, and I've seen boys dropping out. I've seen even my own experience with getting a, a boy of ten years back into school, and then um, the mother's on drugs, the father's not the the grandmother don't have the strength to to to, to rear the child further, and um, the child lands up with with the gangsters. And then it's not by choice also, that's for his own safety. I was just listening to the Nicolelius case yesterday and one of the, I think it was accused number three or two when he in his um when, when the magistrate read out about his life story and he said when he signed up as a gang member at, at I think at the age of thirteen or fourteen, he signed up for his own safety. Mm-hmm. So those is the issues that have to be looked at, you know, at the tech world now. Why would a boy of 13, 14, he's not supposed to be on the street, you know? Yes, his mother and father is not around. So somehow intervention, a social worker must, you know, intervene and get that child off the street. Mm-hmm. Because that's the boy that lands up in gangsterism uh, uh, and get trained. He get trained to shoot, and he goes out and kill. Mm-hmm. Look, I mean, in terms of in terms of the the inquiry, uh, apart from just being a space to listen and share stories, um, do you think that it could also be a space to lobby and work together? Yes, definitely, most definitely. Because you you are you are working in the community. You are you are essentially a community worker, right? So how do you how do you hope to benefit, you know, in terms of meeting maybe other people who also work in their communities to achieve a very similar goal that you have? Mm. Look, I think we've started um, already, and I and I like what's happening. I've started different um different networks. There's one um, women united different organisations, Delft, Delft, Hanover Park, um, Lavender Hill. Um, we we meet regularly and discuss these issues. Then you know, so I think they, most of that leaders is most at the summit today. Um, so yes, um, we get together and we we discuss, we debrief because we 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 realize we need need each other, and also in that way we know exactly what is happening in your community. 
So, I mean, in terms of the uh, the other organizations, have you? I mean, I'm sure you must be aware of who else is going to be there. Like, can you maybe tell us about what you're expecting in terms of organizations? Um, I, I think I know that Lisa Abafaz is going to be there, and um, Mendenberg Safety Forum. Um, yeah, some of them is going to be there. Okay. Great stuff. Well, I mean, the, the the other, I think the other important thing that we would also like to know about is in terms of change that you may have seen happening since you've been working in the community. What have you seen and what is, has there been any progress? I think there's more, and now after the gang unit, with the gang unit um, um, that launched here in Nova Park, um, there's a lot of, I, I see police accountability. But what I'd like to see is when a mother can pick up the phone and phone a trusted person to say the murderer is walking past my house. The mother still don't trust the station that uh, that um, is in my community, and I don't blame them. They don't. She doesn't. If maybe one or two colonels that they trust. But um, just the other day, a mother said, um, Auntie Avril, you walk past my house. And when I phoned the investigating officer, he said, I'm sorry I'm day off, but it is a van available of seeing the van. And what happened? Did a van go? Do you know if a van? Do you know know if there was any response eventually? Nothing. Hmm. And I think that's what's making um, the mothers despondent. They don't have that quick response where you can pick up the phone and say, okay, I'm going to phone that number, and I know there's going to be a response. So um, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that our people get the service that they did in our community. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, look, I mean, we're going to wrap up our interview with Avril. Avril, is there anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to say to people, you know, uh, any words of encouragement perhaps to other mothers who might be needing help? Yes, I would say don't give up hope because um, as I always encourage the mothers that are working with us, I think, you know, we're in this together. And yes, we we are maybe... Our children are still small, and I mean our grandchildren. But whatever we're doing today is going to benefit our children's children's children. So if we stand together, unite, united, and and stand together, and you know continue with this journey and fight until we see results and until we see change, and we have to see change because if we're going to stay quiet. And it's always needs you to be blamed for mm-hmm. what's happening in our communities. So I would also encourage mothers to stand up. They are, hello? Yeah, we are. We're listening to you. Okay. They're welcome to contact us at 073-598-4783. We also do house visits. And we meet the mother where she's at. If she don't want um, um, to do anything with it, case or anything, it's fine. If she just wants us to support her when meeting is concerned, we come out and we do do a house visit and communicate with the other mothers. Mm-hmm. Great yeah. stuff. So that there was Avril Andrews. Thank you so much, Avril, for joining us this evening on Burning Issue. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Good night. Good night.
Let's go for a quick break. When we come back, we'll find out more about the commission. I mean, the People's Commission of Inquiry starting tomorrow. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Welcome back to Burning Issue with myself, Yazid Kamaldin. This evening we are talking about the People's Commission of Inquiry. It's starting tomorrow. It's happening at 39 Rosmead Avenue in Weinberg. And it's essentially bringing together people to talk about child violence and to find out more about it. We are now going to welcome to the show Dr. Llewellyn McMaster. He's one of the commissioners who will be listening to the testimonies from tomorrow. Uh, Mr. McMaster, welcome. Good evening to Burning Issue. Okay, we just lost that caller, lost our guest, unfortunately. Um, just to let you know, listeners, if you do want to share your thoughts about this, what do you think about a People's Commission of Inquiry into what is happening in the Western Cape around ch- child murders? You can give us a call. The number in the studio is 021-442-3530. You can also send us a WhatsApp to the number 072 Zero seven one two. Uh, do you think that this is something that is going to find solutions? Do you think this is a, a space that is needed for people to come together and talk about what is happening in our society? Especially when we look at the amount of child deaths that are happening in the province. Now, I'm looking at a story here. Um, we do have our guest back on the line, Dr. Llewellyn McMaster, is one of the commissioners at the People's Commission of Inquiry starting tomorrow. Dr. Llewellyn, welcome to Burning Issue. Hi, uh, good to be on there. Great, you are live to all our listeners now. We have talked okay. to Valdi van Rienen earlier in the show, and she is, of course, the executive director at the Trauma Center. She was telling us a bit about the goals of the, uh, of the commission. Um, and then we also spoke to Avril Andrews, a mother who will be testifying. Now, let's hear mm. from you. Why is this important? Why is the... Commission, People's Commission of Inquiry into Child Killings in the Western Cape. Why is it important? I think uh, we we must all realize that you know something is really wrong in our communities when our children are being raped and murdered, but in the secure environment of families, in homes, and so on. And that's just one aspect of it, because. In general, this inquiry is about child safety. So um, I, I just mentioned, you know, the, shall I say, the, 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 the most horrendous acts uh, that we find against children. I think statistically it has been shown so many times that the Cape Town and the Western Cape is not uh, a safe place for children. And, and what we uh, are saying is that uh, it is time that the, the voices of, of the people um, from our communities are heard. I think one of the things that we're saying, and, and, and this is not to be anti-academic or whatever, but it cannot be that academics are the only voices that even government listen to. If they cannot um, create space 
for communities to speak, for mothers who have lost children, and so on. Then it is time that, you know, we through another process where we call it the people's process, bring people together so that we can hear their stories firsthand. And I think this is what this is all about. Okay. Now, hearing the stories of people and how the child killings have affected communities, it could be quite a tough experience, you know. I mean, it, yeah. I'm expecting people to almost relive some of the trauma. Do you think this is healthy? I think it's, it's what you have in place uh, because the alternative is to ignore it. The alternative is to turn a blind eye uh, saying that, you know, you don't want to open up wounds and so on. But we've learned from experience, I think all of us know from our own personal experience, that ignoring trauma does not mean that that trauma disappears. We see how trauma sometimes plays itself out in other uh, acts when abuse, uh, children abuse, become abusers and so forth and so forth. So what we have in place is a safe space for people to speak and added to that uh, trauma counselors who will be ready you know to if if, if people need it to uh, to uh, to counsel them and to to walk with them so yes for me the alternative is what i think most uh, what is happening in society is that the, the the hurt and the trauma of people are ignored I think that's a really cool thing that you. So you'll have counselors at the space. Is that what yes. you're saying? That exactly, exactly. So um, it, it will give people a chance to to, to voice um, their experiences and trauma. And if they um, so, so that's one of the things that uh, we as commissioners will do is to direct people towards counselors when they leave the session, just to make sure that they are not left, you know, with, with that uh, almost uh, secondary trauma, if I can put it that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when it comes to, um, you know, the goals, what you would like mm-hmm. to achieve, can let, let's expand on that. Tell us more about that. Yeah, I think in the end, I think uh, the whole idea is to write up a report uh, from this, this will be the, the, the first round, but actually there were other um, events also that has actually led to this uh, uh, people's uh, or public uh, inquiry. Um, and if after two, uh, the two days we find that there are still uh, uh, gaps that need to be filled, we may have in the new year have to, um, you know, have at least another day um, of, of, of filling in those, those planks. And then the whole idea is to write up a report and, um, you know, uh, led by the trauma center and, and then uh, also, of course, other organizations that will support it, draw up a report that can be presented uh, to, to the different uh, tiers of government um, with the hope that, that they will have in their hands something that comes from the communities, but not just in terms of the stories, but also from the community side, what they see as, as solutions, what must be done and how must that be done. So in the end, the outcome is, 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 would, would be a comprehensive report with very clear recommendations 
um, that, that we would put forward to government. Okay, so the so the recommendations will be. At what level of government are you going to be um, presenting this? I think uh, the, the whole idea is is to, of course, start with uh, with the Western Cape government, but at the same time, because we are aware of other regions, also we also hope that this will um, sort of motivate other other provinces uh, to to hold their own uh, people's inquiries, and then. Uh, in that sense, you know, uh, collectively presented to to uh, a national government uh, departments. Um, yeah, so it's it's more of the provincial and national government, but where, for example, we see uh, from the stories uh, coming uh, recommendations coming with regard to you know local government, city of Cape Town. We will also uh, the whole idea is to present them also with a report. Okay. So it's, it's in fact multi multi government, uh, uh, yeah, uh, that we have in in mind. Mm-hmm. When we also look at solutions, and this is very important, as Valdi mentioned, you know, it, it's it's something. In fact, she said that space and time will be given to people to speak mm. specifically about solutions. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's exactly. just let, let's just take a quick ad break. Let's hold that thought. Um, I want to delve okay. more into solutions, but we okay. just need to take an ad break. The Voice of the Cape, ninety-one point three FM stereo. So this is the burning issue. I'm your host, Azid Kamaldin. We are talking about the very important and very topical People's Commission of Inquiry into Child Killings in the Western Cape. It's starting tomorrow. And we have on the line one of the commissioners, Dr. Llewellyn McMaster. Let's talk about solutions. Let's talk about the outcomes. You have said that they, it would been, it's intended that there would be a write-up. You know, of all the recommendations from various people are testifying. It would be taken to the provincial government. But also on a grassroots level, um, you know, like what does it mean to people? What kind of things or what kind of actions do you hope to follow up with? Yeah, I, I think in, in a sense, um, one of the, the aims of this, uh, of course, is to listen to, to what people say. Uh, but, but just... Um, in, in terms of my own understanding and experience with these things, and, and, and we, we always say it, that yes, while we uh, hope to, to write up a report that will uh, give, uh, bring out certain recommendations to government, we are also so much aware of the fact that the community, uh, communities themselves also have a role to play. So hopefully we can also hear from people and and organizations uh, what exactly it is that communities can do, because I am of the opinion that even though we increase the number of policemen, you know, tenfold, it will not necessarily mean that we will eradicate all our problems. So um, uh, we need uh, communities also to be educated. We need uh, communities uh, change of, of, of attitude and, 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 and change of, of the way things are being done um, so that we take care of our children uh, in the first place um, and stuff like that. So ultimately, um, we're hoping to, to have a clearer view on what I like to call 
uh, holistic solutions uh, to, to, to the challenges with regard to, to children, uh, killings and safety and, and so forth. Okay. Now, you know, the, the Western Cape Premier, Helen Zilla, said that there wasn't a need for this kind of commission. What do you think about that? I, I think it's, it's, it's really, uh, for me personally, it's, 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 it's tragic um, that this is shot down um, as if, you know, enough is being done, as if uh, existing governmental uh, structures and whatever um, are doing enough to safeguard children. So we are disappointed that that, that, that is the attitude of, 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 of the minister. In fact, I was part of um, the, the submission, um, under, again, under the leadership of, of, um, of Trauma Center in, in, in April uh, of this year, where um, the government um, standing committee uh, was, was petitioned in this regard. And, and, and even during that um, uh, sitting, it was made very clear, and, and, and I think the chairperson at that time, um, um, Leonard Max, also proposed that um, the, the MPLs uh, or come together with representatives of the organizations to talk together, because I think he himself at that stage, uh, I read him, uh, agreed that we must look at at, 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 the, at the commission of inquiry. So, um, so to summarize, I mean, I'm, I'm disappointed. It's as if, you know, um, the, the communities affected most are not important enough for, for our political leaders. When we see this happening, I am, uh, you know, also a, a full-time uh, minister pastor in the church. So you hear these things in the community. Um, so it's not something that one, uh, you know, sort of uh, uh, sucks from your thumb, these, these stories. So I'm disappointed that, that, that the Western Cape government doesn't see its way open to establish such a commission. Mm-hmm. Now, when you look at your outcomes, then, do you think that the government will even take it seriously if they weren't even interested in starting a commission to begin with? Yeah. Uh, you know, in the end, uh, I think as, as, as activists, um, you do what you, what you uh, believe in. Um, whether it will receive the, the type of response from, from, in this case, government um, that we would like to see. But that does not stop you from doing what you believe in is the right thing to do. So in the end, I always say if we, uh, um, if we do nothing because we fear other people will not respond, then in a sense, as a minister of the church and a preacher, I must stop preaching because, you know, people are not responding to it. So you do it because you believe in, in, in your message, you believe in, in, in your cause, and I think this is what it's all about. Um, it will be said if, if future generations look back and say our fathers and mothers did not do anything. They just accepted a certain political position uh, from, a, from political parties with regard to this. So I think... It's in our blood as activists that we say, whatever the response is, we believe this is what we're pushing for. Mm-hmm. How many people do you think will come up to the event tomorrow and the next day? Yeah, I, I, I think we, um, 
uh, I'm not necessarily, I'm a commissioner, so I'm not part of the organizing of the thing, but the, the, the whole idea is that it is uh, submissions from, from individuals that's been invited and uh, from a number of organizations that, that, that so all in all, um, um, I haven't, uh, I don't know if, if, if Aldi uh, mentioned the, the number of organizations, but the whole idea is not necessarily to have a, a, a huge public impiso type of thing, but just to, to hear from people in, 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 in this uh, safe space and to give people an opportunity. So personally, I don't think it's necessarily about the number of people coming, but from the number of voices that we can hear uh, during these two days. And as I said, if we find that we need to deal, do a little bit more, um, I think uh, in January or so, uh, we hopefully will, will or we will evaluate and, and, and look what we need to do more to, to hear more voices if need be. Yeah. Listeners, um, we are almost uh, going to break now for Maghrib. Um, I do want to say that you are welcome to contribute to the show. We have a line on a live on-air number on 021-442-3530. We also have the WhatsApp line 072-238-0712. Do you think that the People's Commission of Inquiry into Child Killings in the Western Cape is important. Do you, what do you think it should achieve? And is it something that you would go and participate in? Do feel free to let us know. The address, of course, for the event is 39 Rosmead Avenue in Weinberg. It is the Novalis Institute. I've been there before. Um, they also do some cultural events there. Um, and, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of like a space where they also, I think, do second-hand sales on, and, and those kind of things. Um, as a commissioner, uh, tell us a bit more about the structure. Uh, I mean, I, how many commissioners will there be? Um, we are four commissioners um, that have been approached. So uh, in terms of, of, of the structure tomorrow, um, it, uh, we will have um, only one uh, a forum or session um, per slot, which means... Uh, of the four commissioners will sit uh, together in, in each of the sessions. Um, it briefly means that um, in a space of 15 minutes, we would like people to share their stories and to um, sort of, they can complement it also with written submissions. But um, so, so every uh, 15 minutes, we will have uh, uh, another uh, person or organization coming in. Um, and then, as I say, at the end of the two days, um, or the, the second day, we have more organizations. So we will also have uh, parallel sessions where the commissions will uh, uh, will listen uh, in, in uh, you know to 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 the to the submissions. Okay. Uh, well, we're going to leave it at that for now. Um, we do want to thank you, of course. I'll be popping in tomorrow, by the way. I'm definitely going sure. to be coming to this event tomorrow. Dr. Llewellyn McMaster, a commissioner at tomorrow's People's Commission of Inquiry into Child Killings in the Western Cape. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thanks.